0: Let's go.
1: to Maniacal Music Musings where we challenge each other to listen to a CD of our choice and pick our top five songs off of it. That's right. We also
0: even give a review of both of the albums.
1: I'm Jeremy Bryant. I'm Chancy Grive. And we are the Maniacal Music Musers here to entertain and enlighten you. And As you'll hear in our trailer, this week, I brought to the table for Chansey to listen to the hardcore godfather himself, Detroit legend, Esham the Unholy's premiere album, Boomin' Words from Hell. And Chansey, what did you by chance make me listen to? I actually had you listen to
0: the uh, first album from the first band from the first concert i ever saw in my entire life it's called the war of art by a, a band called american head charge out of minnesota
1: a lot of firsts in that i almost feel like a virgin again
0: yeah right i've definitely
1: it feels like the first time right uh, yeah first time and i don't know about that cherry popping though <laughs> <laughs> let's hear let's start with your album chancy just because it's gonna be more entertaining i think to hear your album and what i think of it because well we'll let we'll let you introduce your album first then i'll go into what i think of it and i'll name my top five songs
0: all right uh it like i said previously it's it's called the war of art it's i want to say it's the first album that they ever put out because they were on tour second album thank you jeremy For doing the reveal, I feel I'm such a huge fan. I don't even know what fucking album it was, but check me out. One time, like I said, they they went. There was the opening band to the first concert I ever went to, and where I live, they had a uh, a hog rendering plant. So what they did was they covered the whole stage in plastic, and he, you know, the band uses a lot of vocal effects and effects of all types, and what they did was they had pigs heads on spikes across the stage and the lead singer looped the normal mic into the snout of the middle pig. So like he would be using different effects. And when he went to go melodically sing into something, he would literally be singing into a pig's snout. And like I said, it was the first show I ever saw. It was the first concert, the first band like I ever saw live. I was like, it, I, I was sold. I didn't know what they were selling, but I was buying all of it. Um, I bought that album. And the favorite thing that I have to say about that album is that it, it all flows together. Like if you buy the album and have one of those CD players that doesn't skip, the, you know, automatically put the pause in between the tracks, like, you can literally hear how it perpetually flows from one song to the next.
1: Yeah, that's 100% true, because even on Spotify it does that, because my my daughter was sitting here part of it listening to it with me, watching me play video games, and she's like, why is the music getting quieter? I'm like, that's them going into the next song, kind of. <laughs> like, I had to find a way to explain it to a five year old. But, right. So on Spotify, they still actually keep that. I... Oh, thank
0: God. I was really worried about that when I saw you were listening to it on Spotify.
1: And I like that they do that because, like, I've heard other bands that do that too. And it's always, it makes the CD like so much more enjoyable. It doesn't have those little skips in between songs.
0: Yeah, it would definitely, you would miss that little that little flavor if they took that out and i'd, I'd have been pretty frustrated about it because that really is kind of what caught my attention because like the songs themselves are amazing like i i'm i i can honestly say that without thinking about it i'm a favorite like the first seven songs i can listen to without like without skipping or stopping anything
1: well so the uh, instead of choosing your own top five four to use as top seven <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm just
0: saying, like, me personally, like, Uh, when it comes to me, I can pick a top five. If you want me to specifically pick a top five, I can do it. But I'm just saying, because, like, with the whole flowing together of it all, uh, I can listen to just the first seven songs without touching it or doing anything with it because of how awesome that is.
1: Yeah, which I agree 100%. But, I mean, I just, for the sake of this show, we are going to pick our own top five from our own albums, too, just to see. Okay. Yeah, to, I'm see, down with it. Just to see how many we have in common.
0: I'm down with it. I want to hear yours first actually. I want to hear your top 5.
1: All right. Like all what right. you
0: thought about it. All right. And well, then I'll give you my top 5 at the end since I started right. started off talking about it.
1: All right. So what I thought about this album cuz I never heard of this band till you mentioned it. And when I saw it came out 2001, that explained a lot to me and I did like the CD overall. It was a good CD, but it has that generic 99 to 03 rock band, metal band sound. That there are, I could think of at least 10 or 15 other bands that have it. There's probably 50 bands at least that have this sound. And some of them made it big, some of them did. Yeah. It's just the way it was back then. And if they came out today, I mean, I know they just put out CDs in 16, I think it was, but yeah. If they came out brand new today, I think they actually might make it big because that sound has died in America. That's sa- all those bands are either all dead, quit, retired, or went on to other projects, or they just stopped being popular, or they tried to go on to new sounds like Godsmack and failed horribly, or Papa Roach, like they just fit like like they went, to, or Lincoln Park. Even if you want to go to a little more of a different sound, that went horribly wrong. With their newest album, but you can't continue the band after Chester died. I'm sorry, you can't. Yeah, real,
0: dude. That's like that's what I said about Guar when the lead singer Guar died. Like you can't just change out like in integral part. The the bass player of American Head Charge actually passed away. I saw that. Uh,
1: I saw that. But and I I mean I, I actually read I read about because I like to read the history of any band I'm gonna talk about. So I did read the Wikipedia page briefly, but but I mean so. Anyway, I mean, this... <coughs> fuck COVID. But this CD... <laughs> <coughs> this CD was good. I definitely... I didn't skip any song. I just let it play through for the hour, nine minutes, whatever it was. I think it's what it said on Spotify it was. But I listened through the whole thing. I played video games while all listening to it. And I, I turned down a Star Wars video game listening to the CD. So that tells you something. <laughs> but... Yeah. But I have played video games. I went outside for a cigarette while I was listening to it. It just, it's a good, it reminds me of classic 2001 music. I mean, Sepultura, freaking, maybe even early Slipknot a little bit, but not quite to the amount of screaming and uh, able to understand every word they say to some point, but I'm like Slipknot, but, but I mean, it just, it, reminds, it has that early 2000s rock metal sound that is good. It's amazing. I mean, and I saw they opened for Slipknot and like System of Down, which I could see that. Because they just, I mean, even Drowning Pool or freaking early Papa Roach, they kind of have a similar sound. But right. But Papa Roach and Drowning Pool has had more unique sounds that that's why they made it. But, right. but I'm not hating on this band at all, because it was a damn good album. And I could see why it would have been popular, in, especially in 2001, because it was the perfect timing for that. But as the Wikipedia page said, after 9-11, all these types of bands a lot of them took hits and they just didn't make it because right. america didn't want well most of america didn't want like screaming head off metal there always would be diehard metal fans, but a lot of them just like this cd was just i could see it but i just don't agree with it i mean they should have made it more than they did but i for sure maybe they should change their style up a little bit made themselves more unique but i don't know i'm not in well they head. had
0: their own like, the lead singer had his own problems, like, that he had to overcome with substance issues, abuse, and stuff like, or substance abuse issues, and stuff like that. So that, they kind of shot themselves as much in the foot as it was what you were just talking about, because you're correct about that statement entirely.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like, at the same time, they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the, with the lead singer. Because that's actually how the band started, was the bass player and the lead singer met at a rehab
1: and well i didn't i didn't know that but that right there is not a good start for any band but uh, i mean they did pretty damn good i mean it was good it's good shit but anyway let's jump yeah. in let's jump into my top five because yes, I'm, I'm excited to tell you them so these are actually in the order they appear on the album because so, i literally as i heard them wrote them in messenger to myself and I said okay. Like, and I, I said originally, if I get more than five, I'll have to listen to those songs again and narrow it down. But it turns now, out I picked up. Number five. one
0: is the favorite, right? No, I don't believe so. Oh, so we're gonna start with your favorite and then work your way down to the least favorite.
1: I I wrote my top five. I I other than that, I can't really say enough. Them. I just wanted I just wanted to didn't know if there was like a no, there is no least favorite because they all because one. They all sound so familiar. I couldn't even like think if I tried to separate them now. I couldn't even do it. If I looked at the song list now, I couldn't really separate a lot of them. Fair my top, my, my top five. Yes, the other ones. Okay. I couldn't separate really. Besides, there will be an honorable mention though. I will say that, I will say an honorable mention at the end. All right, fair enough. All right. All right. So you said number five. The first song, well, I didn't number them one to five. It's just the, oh, five, okay, the, okay. Five, the five songs that stuck out to me the most. Okay. okay. And, then, and then I could like see my, I was sitting here headbanging too. And I was like, which as you know, I sent a video to the, our other podcast group of, of my daughter headbanging with me to some of them. So yeah. that, that right there tells you something. If my five-year-old can get into it, it's a different story completely. So the first one that I loved was Pushing the Envelope.
0: Yes, that's a good one. Yes.
1: That that was the first song that really like stuck out to me. The first song was damn good, but it just it wasn't top five material. Well, fair enough. Is that your honorable mention or <clears throat> nope? Fair enough. The second known I saw that I loved was self. Mm. Cause there's a part at the end where he's just repeating one line over and over again, and he's like the way he does it, it reminds me of other bands I love, and I just I fell in love with that part mainly. Like, it was just like, I forget what the line was. I should have wrote the fuck down, but it was just a The song's good. It's a damn good song. And then, right after, I think it's the next song, maybe, or the two songs there, because there's no time difference in the next message to myself for this one. Seamless. Yes. Oh,
0: I fucking love it. Oh, dude. dude. Okay. Okay.
1: And then it was a good. 20 minutes till i got to my next one so it definitely was a way down the album but shut down so you know the funny thing is that you went like
0: three five and seven or no no pushing the envelopes number two isn't it
1: yeah i think so i think so
0: yeah for a second there i was like you you didn't realize you just said then the the, the, three songs three five and seven right and then uh, you said, what was that? What was after uh, Shutdown? Shut shut down, Shutdown. Oh, that's a good one. I actually learned, I know how to play that on guitar. It's, it's pretty easy.
1: I I mean, well, all their songs don't seem that difficult to play on guitar, but you would be surprised. Maybe. You would be surprised. Maybe. maybe. I mean, uh, I, I'm not, I am not a guitarist audience, so future audience. So I, uh, fit- I, I can't tell by listening like how hard something is to play unless it's like, Rush or something like that. Valid. That's valid. That's valid.
0: But And then after... uh, uh,
1: The last song that really stuck out to me besides my honorable mention is All Wrapped Up. All Wrapped Up. Yeah,
0: I love that. And now with the following collection of... Yes.
1: I like when song... That reminded me of Linkin Park almost, that opening. Really? Okay. Because it reminded me of their no-lyric songs where it's just a beat. Oh, the one
0: where they let the DJ just do the song. Yeah. I know the song you're talking about. It's a good, it's like their best well, song on the whole album, pretty
1: there's much. There's one of them on each CD. There's one on Hybrid Theory and one on Meteora. Where oh, are you it?
0: talking about Hybrid Theory or Meteora? Because I thought the one on Hybrid Theory was fucking badass.
1: It's Hybrid Theory because that's the one with the announcer in the beginning. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the one that made me think of it, but the one on Meteora, I love that, which we're going to get into that eventually because there's going to be a CD in the next few weeks that you're going to hear where they this band took this Rap group took that beat and they rapped over it. Oh, nice! From the one from Meteora. and it's a freaking amazing. It's one of my favorite raps ever. But it was actually on my. It was on my playlist, for my birthday bracket, I believe, but I don't know if anybody listened to it.
0: I I hadn't really like messed much with the with that that stuff because like I'm not tech tech you know uh, tech tarded if you will, <laughs> but like uh, you know i i like sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna click on this list because I'm not sure how good it's gonna be and so like a lot of times usually the only time I'll do that stuff is if I'm playing video games, and I'm usually either watching documentaries or researching other stuff for like like in this case, I was listening to that album for the show and everything,
1: yeah, uh well this, but that I'm al- definitely that album will come up eventually, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure it will. I'm Good sure idea. that it will in some capacity.
1: Oh, cuz there are mo- there I will be putting every album this spent this record was put out at some point cuz over time cuz all their albums have been fucking fire. But the honorable mention however though for your CD is the last I can't remember what it's called cuz I didn't write it down, but the last song on the CD where it starts off slow.
0: Oh, yeah, where he's like you- Freedom is everything. Yeah, it's, it's all in. Ev- yeah, it, it, uh, it's it's
1: called nothing gets nothing. Nothing gets
0: nothing. Yeah, that's what we. Which I was it, trying to think of it, it.
1: It's right after all wrapped up, actually.
0: Yep, and, it, it is. Yeah, they,
1: they go right into each other, and mm-hmm. that's that's. I thought that worked out perfectly, but I liked all wrapped up so much that I didn't want to claim that as one of my top five. Because I didn't think any of the other ones should be taken out either really so i'll put that in as an honorable mention because it starts off good but when it starts getting hard it's like eh, okay now you sound like everything else then, then
0: they had, i like that when it gets
1: no! that yeah God! oh dude i do For like fuck's sake i do like that part i do like the whole not- <laughs> screaming nothing gets nothing like i get that oh well, yeah it, it, i mean i can't even i can't even compare that to something else but oh dude but it's a good song but it's definitely that's why it's the honorable mention because i mean i
0: like that that's a good I, honorable mention i wasn't expecting that one but i definitely it's a good one
1: actually okay i can i can't compare it to something but this other band does it better it reminds me of slipknot when they do this when they do like the lyrical parts but then they get into the screaming parts once the lyrical part gets done uh in the video from all hope is gone where they're burying like a, a human being I think it actually is. All hope is all hope is got lost.
0: I think.
1: Uh, I, I think all the song, hope is
0: gone. You mean?
1: Yeah, I think that's the actual like song.
0: That, yeah, that might be. I not, know, I'm I'm not too up to date on like late Slipknot. Well, this is I,
1: this is 2008 Slipknot. It's old, but. It.
0: I mean, I kind of stopped listening after like Iowa. Oh God,
1: yeah, I like their newer stuff better even. But see, I like I'm. I was like, but see, like I went when
0: like, Iowa had just came out, like, they were promoting Iowa, but playing more of their self-titled stuff, so, like, like, I was, I, I'm big into, like, the self-titled album, you know, and Feed, Kill, Repeat, and fucking...
1: Yeah, I mean, I like the early stuff, too. I mean, I love Iowa. That's an amazing CD, but I just... Self-titled album's better than Iowa, if you ask me. I'm just not, I like their newer stuff, but I like All Hope Is Lost, or all hope is gone is the first album I really got into with theirs because my cousin, my older cousin, listened to Slipknot when I was younger, and I liked like, a bunch of their songs. People equal shit. I liked purity. I liked uh, duality. I mean, I liked all those like songs that or or uh, heretic. I liked too, but yeah, like I just I wasn't I didn't get into them at that point. Like I would later in life when all hope is gone came out, and I bought that CD at FYE and. That CD was incredible, and I mean, from then on, I bought all the CDs that come out, like on Apple Music or whatever. But right, or not even bought. Like I just, I have a music, like description, so I just download it. But not even download. It. I just add to my library. someplace randomly, but I saw some not live in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, summer. Oh, nice. After right after um, their last CD came out. I don't remember the name of it. It's got the song You Killed the Saint in Me.
0: Yeah, I don't even know that song.
1: Oh, that's... Dude, watch that music video.
0: Watch that music video. I know there's lots of people out there that are freaking out on me because I'm like a huge metalhead, but like at the same time Mm. they're like, you don't even know what that is? Well, yeah, I sure as fuck don't, Junior, because... uh... But that was the first time I ever saw them live,
1: and The the opportunity just came up because my cousin's friend, his son wanted to go to his first concert. He wanted to be Slipknot, but the father didn't want to go by himself because he's not really a Slipknot fan like that. So me and my cousin jumped in right away. We're like, we'll go. We'll go. We love Slipknot. We'll go. And then my wife ended up going because my cousin's girlfriend was going to go initially, too, because she loves Slipknot, too. But she she couldn't go because she had like a job interview the next day and she wanted to be well slept and ready to go. Right. So she, she, she said like a week or two before like i can't go and we were at a party at their house so and my wife my future wife was there at that point and i'm like i'm like can you get someone to watch the kids that night and she calls up her dad and her dad agrees so she, she's like yeah i can go i'm like yes all right so we go to the concert we go out to eat we grab some nips we're at the parking lot we're in the parking lot freaking doing nips and shit and smoking weed and we go to the fu- – and, like, we hear, like, the opening band start to play, which the first one was, eh, not good. But – so we weren't going to rush to get in. And the second one comes on, and they were okay. But the one song they did at the end was amazing. If you ask me who they are now, I couldn't even fucking tell you. But Fair enough. But when Slipknot came on, though, oh, my God, it was amazing. Seeing them live was, like, a dream come true. It just was amazing. I wish it was that smaller venue, so it could have been like a, I could have been a mosh pit or something, but it just wasn't that kind of thing. I guess a mosh pit did happen when they came out for an encore, but me and my future wife left at that point because probably during spit it out. i prob- mis- that's prob- usually their encore. <laughs> I it was two songs. I want to say it was, it? was yeah I want to say it, I believe my cousin said it was spit it out and uh, sick.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Definitely sick, dude. That's what those two, both of which are on their fucking original, or not the original, but their self titled album. Fucking
1: fucking cocksuckers. But like, uh, but yeah, we, we dipped out early so we can get, because it was getting late. And yeah. I had to work, I had oh, work, yeah. I had to work the next day and I had to go pick up the kids, bring them back to our worst, my girlfriend's house at the time. And then I had to go drive an hour home, hour and a half home almost. So I didn't get home to like 2, 3 in the morning as it was at that point. But, yeah. but it was an amazing concert. I couldn't hear. The next day I was tired as fuck and I couldn't hear for shit, but it was an amazing concert. I my, mean, uh, just screaming like when he said, when the fucking lead singer says, I said five, 5, 5, and everybody screamed back and I say six sucks, six six. 6, 6. Like, oh my God, my voice was gone the next day too. I was literally at work like talking like this all day because i can't talk like i'm it, sorry it's yeah. just it was a long night last night and my boss is just like i don't give a shit you did to yourself <laughs> he's <laughs> like you talk he's like we know what you we know where you went you told us like it was your choice to go on a work night i'm like not like i can go any other night they're not in the area for that long <laughs> but right but it was just Whatever it's one of those days where it's worth it. And then that night, I, the next night you go to bed like a fucking eight o'clock. It's just like, oh fuck it, I'm I'm, I'm passing out, <laughs> right? For sure. Get stoned and pass the fuck out and be good for the night. But what are your top uh, five songs? I, I was probably. gonna
0: say I'll throw I'll throw a top five, and I'm gonna have at least a couple of honorable mentions, mostly just because like you gotta you gotta, dude. I fucking love this album. I've I've at least I bought at least two, possibly three copies of this CD you know, before having it on my phone digitally. Yeah. I, yeah. That's how much I love that album. But like one of my top five, I'll go with my favorite one. The, the first one, which you actually put on your top five, which is uh track five named self. That's actually my favorite song on the whole album. It's a good song. I, I actually taught myself how to play that song on guitar. And then I learned that instead of making a whole like next slide that it sounds like he does cuz you know how it goes do when do that's a guy standing on a fucking pedal oh, of course it is. He, he's not doing the do thing like I do like I'll start at first first fret uh 12th or 13th fret back to fucking first fret da na do when do fucking pissed me off but you know, like i found out that was a fucking pedal i could if i could have, i could have slapped a puppy i swear to god but uh yeah that's definitely on my top five uh seamless would go on my top five okay so i'm too deep on my top five uh giggity <laughs>
1: uh
0: you know Push uh never get caught. I'm gonna put never get caught on on there because that
1: was like a root I did like that song. I did like that song, but just it wasn't my top five, but I did like that song a lot.
0: A long a long time ago when I was a more nefarious youth, like every time I would go and make a pickup from the big city when I was re-upping, I would always play that song when I left my my uh, my dude's joint because it's literally called Never Get Caught and I Never Once Got Pulled Over. I'm not saying, you know, it was my lucky break or nothing, but hey, shit fucking worked. Uh so that one goes on there. That's three. I got two left.
1: Honestly, I can see that being on there because I, I had the same idea when I first heard it. I'm like, oh, I would this song I would have loved when I was younger. Right? When I was a rebel without a without a cause, like that would have been the rebel fucking without song. A cause.
0: Uh just so you know, I would go on there as well. Uh, for my top 5 that's that's track number 6 I don't remember that one it's the one that starts off with the piano dun, 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 dun. and sure. then it breaks into Are you
1: sure you da 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 da
0: Just so you know, just Just so So you You know, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, the name of the song, just so you know.
1: I thought you said it was uh, the other thing.
0: What other thing?
1: I don't know, you said some other phrase. I thought that was the name of the song. Oh, my bad. Uh, No, 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 no. it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) It was just funny, but yeah, okay, yeah, I do know that song, and it was, I mean, like, like I said, every song was good to some degree, and I could spend all day talking about how they're all good to some degree it's just i had well, to pick it's a, like
0: i had to pick four, a top five. five and six that's for me that's kind of what's four five and six with that flow together into seven you know like right there that whole that's what i'm talking about you know you got you got number five i'll go with that so like so essentially i'll do my my list is like four five six seven solids 'Cause I love all oh, I just like I like the song. I like the way it flows into it. I mean, one of my honorable mentions has to be America Evolving Into Ever Useless Knowledge. See. I mean, I, I didn't like the song very much, but that's a fucking awesome name.
1: I it's an I, awesome name. <laughs> I love I I did like the name and when I saw that in the track list, I was like, ooh, I think I'm gonna like that song. I was wrong, but <laughs> <I> <laughs> the baseline.
0: The- I love that baseline, dude. That was a sick fucking baseline. Like, that's like fucking. That's that's hard. Like, that's hardcore, anyway. I shouldn't say hardcore, not like the genre, but like that motherfucker was in center. Yeah, but the rest of it is like you could really honestly switch fucking all wrapped up in America and have it be the same song. Yeah, I mean. Because it's. Cause it's got that same tempo, that cadence.
1: I mean, I, when I saw the name. I love the name of the song, but it's just when I heard it, I was just like underwhelmed. I mean, I yeah. think, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think this whole album would hit me a lot bigger if I was in high school still. Like when I was I, when I was in high school, I, I think this whole album would hit me so much harder, and I would have been blasting it out of my car. Uh but then again, I was blasting Cradle filth out of my car or Slipknot, so I don't know if this album actually would have been in my playlist for my car. I yeah. will,
0: Maybe, my college. Second, Maybe college. My second, my second honorable mention will be A Violent Reaction, which was that first song. And the reason that I enjoyed it as much as I did was because if you listen very closely, do you know what that sample sound is at the very beginning of the album? Because it's two sounds wrapped up into one. I'm trying to
1: think of it. But I can't even think of it at this point. I listened to it earlier today, and it just it didn't stick in my head enough, or I did. I must not realize it because I w- if it's something famous, I would have like. Not really. On. It's
0: not. It's not like oh, a famous. Okay. It's it's the combination of a hydraulic press and a car accident.
1: Oh, I yeah, okay. I wouldn't have point. I would have noticed that because a lot. Of, I mean, I've heard a lot of bands that use like that type of like sound effect like to start songs. So. And then it just
0: goes in that. like. And then also, it's kind of like, you know, a violent reaction gets the honorable mention because it's really the whole palette for the entire album. There's a heavy amount of guttural. There's a heavy amount of melodic. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, alternate instrument you know, play with, like, piano and other assorted, you know, stuff like that. But, like I said, as far as my number five, my my top five is going to be Song
1: for the Suspect. I did I liked, like... I, I, did, I liked that one a lot. It was a good song. It was. I just... I couldn't put that on my list. I just couldn't. It was a good song, but just... I mean, I can't relate to it. Maybe that's why I couldn't get, like, that much in love with it. But, because it seemed like almost a song for... I hate to say it, but African Americans. I, mean, I mean, I
0: guess, I guess,
1: I could see where you would say that. That's the vibe I got, at least. Like, or I mean, any race that's profiled in America, I could see them mm-hmm. using that. Or even, even white kids who feel like they're profiled. I mean, as a juggalo, I never felt profiled, even though I was classified a gang member by the FBI. But yeah, which I, <laughs> <laughs> I went around for so long when that first happened, like eleven, in like 2011. I used to go around so long, like being like. I'm a gang member. <laughs> and, like, people's reactions would just be, like, varying from, like, laughing to, like, what the fuck? Why are you bragging about that? That's <laughs> but, funny. That's but, so funny. But it's just, like, I can't identify that song, so I just didn't... It didn't hit me as I think it would have other people. I mean, I thought about that song, and I, I listened to the lyrics, and I was like, it just doesn't identify with me. Other people, I can see it, but... My cousin would love that song probably because he had an addiction problem for years, and he—I could see him identifying with that during those years because he always felt like the cops were out to get him, but because they usually wore, but (laughs) but interesting, interesting. So, I mean, that's just my perspective on that song. I could see why other people would love it. That that could be—I'm guessing that was the second song you put on when you were coming home with weed. (laughs) No, it was always (laughs) never get caught.
0: <laughs> I, I would never... always was never get caught like i would listen to right. the album all the way up like I, it would be in my car and i would play it all the way through to whatever song i got to by the time i got to where i was going and then when we went to go home track four was what we played before we pulled out the driveway
1: see i would have put on "Search for suspect and then track four
0: see i figure if i play song for the suspect that's going to attract suspicion so, see, like, don't be suspicious, you know, don't be suspicious.
1: It's actually funny because, uh, what the hell is it? I think it's a Cottonmouth King song or maybe a twisted song, but I don't know, it's an Axe Murder Boy song. And I was playing it with my in the car. I, I had this, I had this CD playing like when we were driving, smoking me, and my two cousins were driving around smoking weed. And this car, this song has like different parts where like cop sirens playing it. And <laughs> I got them tw- I got them twice because the song started and I didn't really hear it start because we were talking. So like it got to the part with the cops sirens and my cousin, my one cousin in the front seat like jumped like a mile high. And then like I restarted the song because I didn't hear the beginning and it hit the same part again. And my cousin's like, what the fuck? And my other cousin heard that tattoo. He's like, What the fuck? And like they're looking behind us, and I'm like, it's a song. And they're like and my cu- my cousin in the back seat's like, damn, that got me. And my cousin in the front seat's like, it got me twice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I forget what song it is. We we may actually come across this. That's so point. awesome.
0: But it was That's just hilarious. So awesome. It
1: was hilarious it was like a moving day, and we were like going back to like pick up more stuff and from the old house. And I had that song blasting. We were smoking on the way back of the, after the first like part of the move. And. It was just hilarious, like the way they jumped, and like there's not a car around us at all, but they just jumped sky high. But right, all right. So
0: now we move on to the top five for well, your album. Actually, though, life. oh, so, real. Ooh, you got so, an well, idea?
1: I did read something for your album that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Apparently, the lead guitarist played a concert in the nude and got arrested after the show for it.
0: That does not surprise me in the least. Like,
1: yeah, at apparently, all. Apparently, he I think it was actually the festival you were at where you saw it him. would
0: have been a different it would have been a different uh, it would have been a different uh, night. Uh, destination or uh, whatever I'm trying to think of, because, you know, it would have been another night. It couldn't have been the Cedar Rapids show because I I would have almost admitted I would have almost inherently remembered someone getting arrested
1: because oh, I was okay. front it, I was
0: I was front and center, like up up through Ramstein. Ramstein was where I had to bail out because it got to be like fucking 500 degrees or something. All right, yeah,
1: actually, I it was the Pledge of Allegiance festival that you went, but to. it
0: was just a it was the different...
1: it was the final show in New Jersey.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and the, and the guitarist Dave Rogers marked the concluding show of the tour by playing the concert fully naked for the whole concert and afterwards he was subsequently arrested by cops for the performance
0: right yeah i can see it though for sure i mean that does not surprise me in the least which, like at which, all
1: which reminds me of green jelly because i saw green jelly live back in 2019 i think as well or 2018 nice and the lead singer during the last song stripped down to his boxers
0: i still call him i still call him green jello i don't care fuck you fuck jello it's fucking assholes they will always be green jello forever. Always and forever. They will be green jello. Well, I'll tell you. Fucking I, sons of bitches.
1: I got in a mosh pit for the first time during that concert when they did uh three little pigs.
0: Oh fuck, you have to. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean <laughs> I have never been a little mosh-
1: pigle, little pig will have to be fucking but you gotta keep getting you know me. Mean? I I never even heard of green jelly into this concert. That's the scary part. Because they, they they were before my time by a few years. And, like, (laughs) when Three Little Pigs was playing on MTV, which is the only song they ever had that played on MTV, I never heard of it. Yeah. It was before my time. It was before I watched MTV. But, so, yeah, like, that's what that reminded me of when I heard that story is it reminded me of that because I was amazed at that concert the guy stripped down to his boxers. I was like, the balls on this this old motherfucker because he's old now. Right. Like, he's in his 40s at least. I mean, shit, they
0: ain't no different than Gigi Allen. I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, but...
0: I was... I, we'll get to them at some point, and I'll fucking... I'll get into that, I guess. I'm not a... I'm not...
1: I don't know who they are, so...
0: I. Oh, you... Oh, dude, Gigi Allen. It was... Uh, I think they're like... I think the name of the band is like fucking Murder Junkie or something like that. Uh, He was the lead singer. It was like a punk band. His brother played
1: bass. He fucking... Oh, he... if it's punk, then that's why. I'm not... I do well, not I, I, I listen to some punk stuff. Like I like I, mean, Cop, I, I like Cottonmouth I, I yeah. Yeah. I like Cottonmouth King's punk stuff, but that's basically it. Oh yeah,
0: I'd consider that more like ska to be bluntly honest. It I is, it be. is,
1: it is, but they get like they get punkish yeah. from their old stuff.
0: Long story short, like this dude would do shows fucking I get ill I might kill another sucker in just for a- Thrill. My name is Shine, I got nothing to prove. Pay attention, my intention is to bust the move. I might smoke a little cheaper, but some In his underwear and then shit on the stage and throw it at people. Ew. Okay. That's just lazy. like go out in the audience and fight with the people in the car, like literally get into fist fights with people while he's singing. And
1: that's just someone who's fucked up and wants to perform fucked up.
0: And yeah, you know, he like, he, uh, he like predicted that he would kill himself live on stage on some certain date. But after like something happened or he couldn't I like, think he went to jail and that time period passed and he couldn't do it so then he gets out and does the show and there's you can look it up I think on YouTube but there's a video of people walking with him through the street while he was on his way to his dealer's house to go get the drugs that he eventually that he basically just like committed suicide with like he basically he didn't do it on stage but he basically was like alright well I'm out and then just did it?
1: That's just. That seems like someone who just wants to be in the spotlight and finds the worst ways to do it. Yeah, it was, but but sure. but the album I had the album I had you listen to this week was, as I already said, but I'll give a little more detail. It is by the starter. Yes, there were songs that were considered hardcore rap before him, but he is the artist who truly started horrorcore rap and this is his first cd which is booming words from hell and this is esham the unholy and he was i believe 17 when the cd came out and he put it out and it came out in june 8th 1988 literally 14 days after i was born
0: that's like you said june 8th that's like uh Nine days shy of my my third birthday.
1: So this artist has been around for 34 years and is still putting out a CD every year. I mean, we'll get back. Trust me, there are other albums of his from his early and later career that I will put out to you eventually, but they will be down the road because I don't like to do the same artists anytime near each other because you got to have diversity or the show's going to get boring for sure and i wouldn't want our listeners to have to deal with listening to the same trust me i would love to do insane clown posse for the first 10 episodes but i'm not going to do that because people won't listen to that if it's all insane clown posse albums from me but right but we'll get to some of them eventually at least but for all my juggalos and lets out there but so booming words from hell what did you think and what are your top five why don't you tell me what you thought about the album first, that before you tell me the top five, because I want to hear your general synopsis of what the so album So, like,
0: honestly, I looked at the cover, and you, know, you never judge a book by its cover. I looked at the cover, and I was like, this is gonna be some fucking... You know, I expected it to be, like, earlier
1: 80s. Like, like ghetto, ghetto rap bullshit. Get, I'm almost like,
0: like... Yeah, you know, like, the... Almost like, you know how the song fucking that Run DMC, uh, That's the Way It Is?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <melding> like the fucking same cadence and all the fucking the whole fucking. And then I play like the first song and they're like, I don't even know how. It, it was not long into the first song and I hear him talking about sitting in a crack house making that dollar. And I'm like, it's the first line. Singing in like, singing a crack yeah. house working my pay. Yeah, I was like all right. Fucking okay. We're going to we're going to work we're, we're going to have to re- we're going to have to rethink our strategy on this one. And, you know, I do have to say that I did enjoy the album. I did. I can't say that I disliked it. I did notice that uh at certain points, I did get that uh, cookie cutter 80, 80 beats. But it's I mean, a, it was it's, it's it, exactly that's it was the thing like, oh, another sin. Amen. Another sin. That one. Amen. I like that one. And then what was the one before that one? Uh Before Amen.
1: Crossed my heart.
0: Yep. I'm pretty sure I, I dug that one, too. And then the uh, uh, Pussy Ain't Got a Face. I mean... Pussy Ain't Got No Face, yeah. Yeah, Pussy yeah. Ain't Got No Face. We're three now,
1: aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's three. And that's actually, that's actually right... It's funny, because you seem to like synchronization, because you have... You, like, cross my heart, which is followed by Amen, Another Sin, which is followed by Pussy Ain't Got No Face. Really? I forgot. Shit, that's funny.
0: And there's one other one that I'm... we we, if you would if you would hear me go down the list because i know there's one that i'm forgetting that i really really fucking enjoyed i want to make sure i didn't already list it though
1: that wasn't the soup
0: the first one the first song i enjoyed you know i'm i mean i I, i'd even put it on as my fourth because of the fact that it caught me right
1: it just really
0: grabbed me right out the gate
1: it does it's funny because it's like the shortest song on the album but it it, it just oh, fucking it, grabs it, you. It starts the album off, and you're just like, holy fuck, what is this? Right. But it's like, um, For All the Suicidalists. Possibly. That was an all right. I liked that one. That was an all right song. My, so, my, my Nine Rhymes. Yep.
0: De- the devil's Groove. That's- devil's Groove. That was it. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's one of yeah. my top five, and I have a feeling it might be for you, too,
0: because that's... It, yeah, that is my number five, because fucking... Yes, because, like, I liked the whole... I liked, I liked how he introduced that satanic, you know, whole... Like, what 3-6 Mafia did. They took it, and then they elevated it to a whole new fucking level of, like, you know...
1: See, the problem is, he started this stuff, and then... Isham started this stuff, and then he did great until, like... He started falling off like being known that well outside Detroit in like 94, 96. And then he signed with Insane Clown Posse. But because they are a Christian rap group technically. Yes, Insane Clown Posse is a Christian rap group because in on Thy Wraith or The Last Joker Card On The Last, j- on, on the last Joker Card, The Wraith they have mm-hmm. a song called Thy Unvealing and they play like random they play like certain verses from their songs and like they're all hints and if you didn't realize it they're all hints and then they say yeah. they say when the song starts we're sorry that if we fooled you but the, all along we play these tracks down to show you the carnival is god we we always we always believe we always supported him the carnival is god and they all juggle those feel him and they actually admitted they were a Christian rock, or Christian rap band group. And they just did it in a way where they wanted people who they need to listen to it, to listen to it. So they made it about the more violent. They made it basically like the old Testament where the wicked get punished for the stuff they do. And which we'll get into this on in another episode, because there are certain albums that you will hear it. And if now that I've said this, you'll hear it. If you listen to it. No, I, I I'm
0: literally thinking back to like, OK, if, if you think like, ba-
1: if you think about if you think back, let's say, to Hall of Illusions on Great Malinka. No, no, no. Fuck that. Boogie Woogie Woo.
0: Little Jimmy Jimmy. Got him. Fucking what did little Jimmy do.
1: Nothing. That song has nothing to do with that. That song Bullshit,
0: is It's one of the fucking cards, man. I, no, like no, I've no, no, a- no.
1: Boogie woogie, Sorry, woo not, boogie woogie Woo is not one of the cards. It's It's not on
0: one of the cards.
1: It's a song on, I believe, Riddlebox.
0: Oh, Riddlebox. Okay, so yeah, it's not one of the amazing. It's not on one of the.
1: It's on. Yeah, it's on Riddlebox. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about
0: that because it's. Hold on, my roommate's just as big of an icy fan as you are. Vito. Yeah, he confirmed. Yeah, it's on Riddlebox. What's on Great Malenko? Uh, Uh, boogie woogie woo. It's on. It's on. The Great Malenko. It, that's... The, wait a minute. The Great Malenko. That's one of the
1: cards. Yeah. Great Malenko is one of the cards, but Boogie and Wo- that's what Boogie Woogie Woo's on. The, like. Yeah. The, the, just, but just because the song's on, it's not one of the cards. Like Boogie Woogie Woo would be the name of the album if it was the card. Redneck Ho. The Great Malenko is one of the cards. No,
0: nah, dude. Redneck Ho. Redneck Ho is on the Carnival of Carnage. Yeah. That's that was. A-
1: that's the first. That's one of the first hits they had. That was the first. Yeah, like that was the first.
0: Yeah, that was the. That was the first uh, ICP album that I got was.
1: Uh, Car- well, that was the first CD they put. Well, that was the first CD they put out as it's as insane clown Bossy. They put out two CDs before that, but they weren't under insane clown Bossy. Ah, uh, they were under JJ Boys, which was only if we a- do. A- if we do a... Uh, we'll, we'll get him on. Don't worry. We'll get him on. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, if we do an ICP show, we're putting Vito on because fucking... He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> he's like, at first, he's like, what the fuck are you volunteering me for? And I told him, he's like,
1: yeah, yeah all right. We'll get him on if we do one of those. Definitely once we start doing guests, but... Yeah, say for I'll, sure. I'm definitely saving the ICP for guests anyway because I want guests to hear yeah. it. For
0: sure,
1: for sure. But, all
0: right, uh, but yes, yes, I
1: mean... Back to Isham. But as I was saying, when he signed up with ICP back in like 98, 99, or 2000. That is such a huge fucking segue, dude. (laughs) It's fine. For for this show, that works. But when he signed up with them, because they are a Christian rap group, they made him do a CD called Repent, where he basically denounced that he wasn't doing the satanic wicked shit anymore, and he was going to only do raps about what's going on in the world. And to this day, he still hasn't gone back to the satanic wicked shit, really. But his raps are still amazing. But he really, he literally did a CD in the last six years, seven years, where every song is named after a different type of drug. Which we'll, funny get, to, little, we'll get to that. I was going to say,
0: funny, funny sidebar. Uh, uh, I believe it's called like TX9 by Tech9. Yeah I, yeah, I know that CD. Uh, no the song
1: yeah yeah i i know i know this song yeah i i, I uh i, I listened to Nine somewhat
0: so i was i was like
1: 15 something around that
0: somewhere in that area 15 14 to 16 i can't remember specifically and i was uh getting ga- like getting the uh the fucking shit to put you to sleep uh for the surgery yep and you know that line in that song when he goes, I'm all five pearls in a cap of date rain. I'm like, they roll, me, they roll me into the fucking room and everybody's talking, right? And that's what it sounds like, right? They're all
1: yeah. sitting there and like, what's the level of this?
0: That's all I hear. And then I'm literally the last words out of my mouth is like, i'm on five pills in the cap of date rape and then fucking sleeping so they scramble they think this kid came to fucking surgery lit up like fucking ozzy osbourne so they run like this blood panel and shit there's this like he's like a fresh out of fucking like he's doing his residency or something like that like fresh out of med school he's like hold on a second let's, you know, you know, let's, let's give him the first dose of the Like, you know, let's start this process. Cause it's, you know, yeah. I think he was one of like a, I think he was a resident anesthesiologist or whatever, but basically like I woke up after it was all said and done and he was sitting in my room and he was like, you do realize that you almost got yourself killed because of tech nine. Right. And I'm like, what? And he, he, I, he tells me the story and like, I'm like, I was like, well, like I was like, the first off, I kept thinking how literally fucking awesome that that was. Like, that's fucking funny. <laughs>
1: that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Like all
0: these people are panicking, like their life's fucking like it's like like they're the ones that got poisoned or something. Like, oh no! And this one kid just like, nah, hold up, let's get started. And if it goes south, we'll just go from there because I think this kid just quoted a song and <laughs> fucking. I, I, someday I hope I get to meet fucking Tech 9 so I can tell him that story just to be able to be like oh dude you almost fucking killed me
1: (laughs) not even not really though that's hilarious actually I I, that's that's a really funny story but that's your top five I believe you got to five right yes sir so I'll give you my top five and you might have liked some of these ones too because some of them are yours 100 percent but
0: I'll bet you some of them that I don't. They're probably ones that I forgot and fucking you'll remind me. And I'm like, yeah, that one. All
1: right. The first one, my top five is definitely devil's in the soup because it's all about girls masturbating and fingering girls. I got my finger. Yeah. And he actually, we'll get to this later on when I bring up his next CD, but he does another song on his next CD called finger in the cake mix. (laughs) It's, and it's got it's all about him fingering different girls, but nice. So he kind of the like devil's in the soup was kind of about just about girls masturbating, like and how it was supposed to be like a devil satanic thing for girls to touch themselves. Okay. But even though every girl obviously does it, unless they're really just that stupid that they don't know that it could be the best thing that ever happened to them, but because <laughs> every girl knows they do it better themselves than guys do.
0: Well, that's not the. I mean, that's just in general kind of a thing. I mean, yeah, obviously,
1: but but anyway, my next my next one on my top five is, 100%, is, is a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent the song that he's known for from this CD, word after word. Just that beat right there. Just that beat is the fucking shit. I I remember the
0: beat definitely.
1: I mean, the lyrics I, the lyrics for the rest of the song are kind of like. They're great. I mean they're good, but it's it was like the one song on his CD that was like a classic rap song. Yeah. <clears throat> it was about rapping. It was like the one song he did that was truly about rapping. Which he had to put it on there because every other rap group d- makes their whole CD about rapping or the life of yeah. rapping. But that song I fucking love. See, Pussy Ain't Got No Face and Made Another Men Another Sin and Cross My Heart are all songs I love. But they're not my top five for sure. I mean, I love this whole CD. It's why I recommend it because the whole CD is just bangable. That was
0: it, it. was hard for me because, like, I, there wasn't ever anything that, like,
1: there's no, I just there's nothing you want to skip because it's all just. For, I it, mean,
0: that that as well for sure. But at the same time, there's nothing like like okay, I have to pick five out of this, but it's like
1: which ones? Yeah, exactly. That's the. That's why I picked it because it's like these are the good shits. But the next one that is actually before that, and it's actually "Kissing Bandit."
0: Yeah, it was the one I was thinking of. That, yeah, that's which, that's definitely honorable I, mention for me.
1: I actually used the lyrics from that song as an intro on Bracket Bastards one show. Yeah, uh, that, that I caught that.
0: I caught I caught that fucking.
1: <laughs> and I like no one in the group was like ever heard of this, so they're like, "What the." F-? like they thought i they almost thought i made it up i had to tell freddy like no that's just like lyrics from another song that i've changed enough where i can get away with using it without getting like
0: i mean not, in not, trouble not that they you, you couldn't tro- even get in trouble with it anyway because you're not doing it
1: it's yeah. not a money-making thing yeah it's just
0: it well that and also it's just all you're doing is literally quoting lyrics to your favorite song i that's not illegal
1: Nope, and I actually changed it up a little bit, but I made it funnier, and the like the whole group was dying laughing when I did it. But they're all just like, like I think Quentin came out after me in the intros, and he was like, "What the fuck, Jeremy?" <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's almost as good as the one I did for Harvey during the first Black Excellence Tournament, the one about uh, the the mustache that tickles your clit and the beard that tickles your thighs. Yeah, like that. That's it's almost as good as that one, which. I've heard Freddie's even said himself that he's he listened to that six times and he laughed every single time he heard it. But
0: that's that's what inspired me to do my first one that I did when I kind of <laughs> went went ham on it. Like, yeah. I, you know, normally I was just going to keep it simple because I'm supposed to be like this bitter asshole. But like at first I was like, you know what, I'll just make up a little something. Fuck it. I'm the spitter of the shit. I still ain't got no quid. I ain't got no Twitter fucking.
1: Oh, that's my, my birthday bracket one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, fucking. You want to keep up with me? You better run faster, cause I'm the one, the only, the motherfucking bitter bastard. it have been better if I'd have been. Could put it that way, but being at Freddy's, I didn't know how okay it would be for me to literally be screaming in his fucking face, <laughs> cause I would have been too. Cause I was gonna go. I was literally just gonna, you know, do that whole ass rap and then end it with the the bitter bastard. Master.
1: Honestly, I think Freddie would have been dying laughing. We he heard it, but he
0: probably would have, but I like w- literally would have been screaming in his face, and I didn't know. I, I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to like
1: fucking go like make it suck that soon or something <laughs> But so that's three for me. The next one is 100 percent red rum.
0: Oh, I fucking forgot about red rum, dude. I fucking loved red rum shit
1: yeah just the way it starts with the yeah 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 and like and like red rum red rum red rum like and like by the time i listened to the cd i understood that red rum meant murder backwards right for for the longest time whenever i heard like a shining reference and someone did that i didn't get it for the longest time like i thought red rum was literally just just a type of rum i never heard of for years <laughs> and then, like finally, like I hear all these rappers talking about it. And I'm just like, "Red rum." I'm like, "Is that the type of rum I just never drank?" And then, like, I one day, I'm just it comes together in my head, and I'm just like, "Murder backwards." I'm like, oh, murder backwards. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, I didn't see The Shining until like a couple years ago, and I never read the I read the book a couple years ago, and that's when I. And that by the time I read that, I was just like, Oh yeah, now if I read see if I actually watched this movie like years ago, it would have made sense. Yeah,
0: it was I got it from the movie like a million years ago. And yeah, I, never, I yeah, I, never, I totally forgot about it being on the
1: album. I never moved. I know ne- I mean I never watched that movie until I, n- way- I never moved. <laughs> I never watched that movie until way later in life because I was not a horror person as a young kid, and I hated horror as a young kid. It scared the shit out of me because I was a pussy, but I as I got older, I read Stephen King books, and I started watching all his movies. and in, in the last, since I saw it in 2017, basically, and I saw Shining, and I saw that, and I was like, "Oh!" and I was like, "Yeah," I realized that for a few years now, but that makes sense. <laughs> this is where it came from, kind of. But so that's four. The fifth one is a hundred percent. See, the last one for me is gonna be a tie. It's gotta be a tie because I love Devil's Groove. I love right. the, the beat in that is amazing. The lyrics are kind of lacking, but the beat is amazing. Yeah. And yeah. But it's tied with Dream Girl.
0: Dream Girl is pretty good. I'll give you that. I'll let you do it because the the beats, the lyrics were lacking in the first one. And the beats were good in Dream Girl,
1: but I I, I mean. The lyrics are amazing in Dream Girl. That, for whole, sure. that whole opening of, yo, man, have you ever met the perfect bitch? yeah i met the perfect bitch i'll tell you what she's a bitch (laughs) (laughs) and like the whole course of dream girl dream girl nasty fucking dream girl like i mm, i because i've had so many girls in my life and i dated that they were my dream girls when i first met them and then as i dated them it turned to nightmare girls so like i get that song because it just lines up perfectly with Almost every guy's dating experience at some point, whether it's younger or older, it always deals with some guy's dating experience at some point. Isham just got that, like that's why I like my Isham. Sure.
0: Well, I mean, come on, you know he was running around with some crazy ass,
1: oh well, I guess, oh, fucking
0: crazy ass hoes in the wh- street.
1: Wait till we get to Judgment Day.
0: Wait till we get to Judgment
1: Day. It's too- Judgment Day. Yeah, actually, when you when you hear the intro to the first one of the CDs, you're gonna like it because it, Judgment Day is two CDs. So I may have to split, yeah. I may have to split that one up between two different out, uh, two different two different shows. Depends. I forget if Spotify combine them into one CD or actually has like disc one, disc two, like on their list. So we'll
0: have to well, see. It wouldn't matter. I mean, you could tell me where disc one ends and then mm. do that. Do it that way if it's that long. Yeah, I mean, that.
1: it's. It's definitely like a two hour all together with the both discs, but we'll look into it because you'll like it. Because he even uh, does a little Black Sabbath sampling on one of the intros.
0: You don't fucking say. Oh, yeah. I love, dude, I'm a sucker for a good sample, dude. Like, for real. Me
1: too. And like, Esham, like a lot of rappers in those days, used a lot of samples.
0: So here's where it's fucking weird for me, right? So you would, you would think that the, my first experience with the sample would be from like a rap song or something to that effect. But that's not the case. For me, my first exposure to samples, like direct obvious samples in the song, was from fucking White Zombies Thunder Kiss 65.
1: Was a sample in that song or was that what the sample was from?
0: In the song. Where that part where it's like, you know, because it goes through and it's like, done, done. There's a the, there's the clip playing in the background that says, I don't try anything. I just do it. And then they hit that fucking E chord and just goes, "Burn!" And she goes, want to try me? Dun, dun, dun. Fucking yes. Just I, like.
1: I know that song because of Guitar Hero.
0: Yes. I just know that song because I grew yeah. up when it was fucking on the radio, and I fucking lo- like I heard that shit, and I was still pretty young at the time and shit. Like I heard that woman say those things, and I was like, "Yes, ma'am, I I, I would very much so like to try."
1: I well, I definitely
0: want. I don't know what I'm trying, but I definitely want to try. That <laughs> that,
1: that, that almost sounds like your Forrest Gump voice. <laughs>
0: And then I just went running, and I kept on running. Oh uh, my god! I, uh, I'm actually I'm having a I'm having a personal dilemma with my next album for you, Whoa. and it's for the most odd reasons. Go ahead. What were you saying?
1: Well, as I, as we talked about off camera, we are going to switch genres, listeners, every week or every week at least. We're going to try to switch genres to. Either a different type of rock, or between rock and rap, or even throw country in there, or maybe even throw pop in there. If it's a uh, certain pop albums that we may like, I mean, there's a few. I I tendly, I generally like to resign myself from pop music because it's usually trash. But some of the stuff I do listen to crosses over because just just the way it was and they're good enough where they sold.
0: Oh, so. I've already I've already anticipated a few albums that I'm gonna make you listen to just because like. It's gonna be fucking torture, (laughs) just because I want to. I just want to make you listen to something that's gonna be awful.
1: Well, let's wait until we have guests for that one. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Because audience, in a month or in a month or so, we may start having guests in this show who will bring their own album to the table as well, but they'll have to listen to our recommendations as well if they want to be in the show and (laughs) that is going to be the fucking fun part people that's going to be the fun part because we could think of the most depraved albums out there for them to listen to and i know a few
0: oh so do i but but like it's going to be one of those things where like you're going to come up with something like ultra fucked up and i'm going to have the marvelettes from like fucking back in the 50s oh yes wait a minute mr postman and Uh,
1: fucking this poor thing (laughs) i would love that i would love that because i love i I love 50s and 60s music so but like you know it's just one of those
0: things where like you know you got this fucking thing throw people off and then all of a sudden i come in with this weird ass thing and then they're like i brought i brought i brought my i brought i brought you know five finger death punch
1: Oh please don't! <laughs> That's that well, would... I... <laughs> when you when you hit play by accident. But yeah, that would be my nightmare right there. I'm just telling
0: you that. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, can we have an auto veto? Like, like just like if somebody comes on and just like it would be like, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like you'd be like, tell him, chancy and I'd be like, no. Well, we're gonna let them pick, and they have the and we can't be of their choice because then that wouldn't be fair to them because they can't be to our choices. I think that's a fair rule. I mean, you're, you're, you're right. You're right.
0: But I'm just looking at that thousand yard stare you just saw was me looking off into the distance, having, having non flashbacks of this, of, 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 of it. And I'm not looking forward to that part.
1: Uh well, you never know. They may introduce you to something that you never heard before, like I did with Isham, but they may make you love it or make you at least think like this is a damn good CD. Why have I not heard this?
0: I'll know why I haven't heard it. It's because I did. I refused
1: to play it. yeah <laughs> I da- I doubt you ever refused to play Isham. You probably never even thought of. No, no, movie. I'm talking about like Five Finger Death Punch. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I never. I just never had the opportunity to dive into Isham. Yeah, but no. But no, my quandary for my uh, my album to you is because I know you're wanting to switch it up, and I knew you expected me to come at you with the dog fashion disco album this first time around. But I I kind of wanted to get you, you know, like get you on one, and then you know play actually get it get it. But but the problem is is that the actual dog fashion disco album. That I I, dog fashion disco, I should say, album that I want you to listen to. They remastered, and does not sound exactly the same. And it's not the actual album. Like, so if you were to like go and look it up on i think if they have a spotify or something of that nature and you look up that specific album depending on what the album cover is it's likely going to be the remastered version and I, guys dfd if you ever watch this i'm so fucking sorry i'm saying it todd i fucking love you you're awesome but like there's just elements from that first iteration of the album that are fucking amazing uh so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to be able to get that album to you. So I guess I'm going to have to skip that album this week because yeah. I can't figure out a way to fucking get that original ass album in your ears to fucking kick your brain around and be like, when, why have I, why have I not heard of these amazing band?
1: Well, you can always put that album on hold for now and then in the future, look it up and figure out a way for me to get it online in the original format
0: yeah and that's then fair
1: if you send me the link in the original format i could easily listen to it but we've got you got to figure out where it is there's got it's got to be out there somewhere youtube i would be guessing but someone uploaded to youtube the original format they had to have
0: yeah actually i have it on my youtube music i found an actual uh, i could go through and look for and share it to you through messenger probably probably uh so it's usually just a link but the only catch is it's literally the whole album from start to finish. There's there I, doesn't, I, uh, it doesn't I mean, it doesn't have track it doesn't have track delineation or any. It may have like small pauses, but it's like, or I'm sorry, delineation designation. Uh, it doesn't have any way of distinguishing at the end of one track to the beginning of the next. So I'd have to like tell you like timed stamps for. Like when, you know, this, to, when it's this one, when it's this one, when it's this one, I could do that. That's not a problem. Um, but, and I'm also trying to, th- I like, I'm trying to, like, it's one of those things, like I want to definitely try and, you know, do what we promised to do here and and not keep it, you know, the same. But there was something that you said to me that, uh, oh god, <laughs> they like, like that you said to me before we started taping the show that got my attention. And I'm gonna break the rules one time, just maybe just a one time, probably it'll probably happen more later on down the line. But I, t- your album for, for next week is uh, Guar. And the album name is Live from Mount Fuji. So it's a live album. So you literally get to Oof. listen to
1: I'll listen to it. I'm not a fan of live albums normally, but I will listen to it.
0: I don't know. It, the reason I like the band as much as I do is because they uh they basically did kind of like a genre or I'm sorry, like a like a, either a song or an album in every genre imaginable.
1: Like oh, well, it's funny because that's actually like that's like one of the bands I'm gonna get into eventually. Once I, with one of the rock bands, I'm gonna give you eventually. I'm gonna give you a lot of their CDs over time, but eventually, I'm gonna give you one of their first C, one of their CDs. But that's gonna be a couple weeks out still. Cause the funny thing is, this neck this album I'm giving you next week because I am gonna switch it up and go to a rock group. Okay. A symphonic rock group. Ooh. Which basically means they use other instruments in the basic I know. four forms of rock groups. For our listeners who I, don't know. Oh, but, oh, my bad. Yeah, I keep forgetting that there, but, that there are others out there. And they wore in my birthday bracket, which a lot of the bands are going to give you first. They're going to be in my birthday bracket because they're my bands. But yeah, for sure. I am going to give you Nightwish in their second most recent CD, Endless Forms Most Beautiful. All right, definitely make sure to send me that in uh
0: like the our private whatever. Doing it chat. now.
1: Doing it now, trust me. But
0: because uh that was the one band that I actually didn't get around to get to listen to. I
1: just I just sent to you, but I'm I'm just telling you now, I don't expect you to listen to the instrumentals at the end of it because they have instrumental versions of every song. Oh, well,
0: I- I'll totally listen. I'm, I I I love I love like well, I'm a huge it, music fan, so I'll listen to it. For sure. I mean, I mean, I
1: I don't listen to the. Instrumentals. It might
0: even end up on a play. It might end up on a top five. You never know.
1: It could, but I mean, I don't listen to instrumentals because just I can hear the instrumentals on their songs. I don't need to go listen to them separately. But I, <laughs> I and I just don't have time for it because I there's so much stuff out there I like to listen to. I don't, I'm not going to listen to instrumentals, but I mean, I, I may, don't know. I mean i may Ah. i may i may use them eventually as a theme song for a podcast but i don't know that instrumentals
0: are like there's so many good ones though there are but
1: i can also hear the i've seen this band live i can hear the instruments in the back of the songs
0: well what wait hold on though like anesthesia cliff burton's bass solo that they had on Kill 'Em All. It's called Anesthesia, quotes, pulling teeth. It was. It's literally like a live sample from a show where they're like, all right, we're gonna go. Lars is gonna, uh, Cliff's gonna do this thing here real quick. And it's just like this super kick-ass bass solo that he does. And then Lars comes out at some point and does his. It's basically a bass and a drum thing no words whatsoever but he makes he, he does things with his bass guitar that would be rivaled by only like uh Jaco Pastori or uh 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 Jesus Christ I'm ashamed that I'm having as much time trying to remember bless claypool
1: Okay yeah of course yeah but so you heard it here first uh future listeners this is next week will be Guar, Live from Mount Fuji versus Night Wishes Endless Forms Most Beautiful, which two completely different styles of rock. But that <laughs> but that is the point of the show by far, is to make that happen. So we will be back next week to talk about those two albums. Appreciate you listening. And as always, we are two bastards from Bracket Bastards. Feel free to listen to Bracket Bastards. If you Definitely. If you haven't yet, though, I'm sure a lot of the, our first listeners will be fans of that show. Oh, and yeah. you can find us there. You can also find my other show, Paranormal the New, the New Normal, on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you could find me as at Juggalo Bastard on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. Hey, because, nice. Yeah, my social media is expanding, whether I want to or not. But and you can also find me as Jeremy Bryant on Facebook. And once this show gets big enough, we will have a Facebook group page as well once it gets but big yeah. enough. But, Chancy, where can they find you?
0: Oh, same place uh, Facebook under my name, Chancy Greif.
1: He's I, uh... he is not a social person, people, but we are trying to expand that. Yeah,
0: well, actually, I will never have a Twitter account. I made a promise back on the old show that I used to do way back in the day that I would never get a Twitter account. And I, to this day, have kept that promise. So if there's any other listeners to the old show, if we ever any of them ever happen to double back and find me here again, which would be fucking batshit crazy if it happened, then you'll know that I kept my word. I don't have a
1: Twitter account, motherfuckers. Well, there you go. Promises kept. Nothing, nothing better than promises kept. But until next week, listeners, tune in to hear about music you probably never heard of.